Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Corrine Pettit, and today's episode, sponsored by Sun Pharma and in honor of Healthy Skin Month, will feature a discussion about the connection between maintaining healthy skin and managing psoriatic disease. This episode is being offered as a way for you to hear directly from Sun Pharma and contains information about Illumia, also known as Tiltrakizumab ASMN, a treatment for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic therapy or phototherapy. From time to time, MPF will share sponsored content that we think is of benefit to those with psoriatic disease. MPF encourages everyone living with psoriatic disease to work with their healthcare provider to find an appropriate treatment for them. MPF does not offer medical advice, and this podcast should not be considered an endorsement for any particular treatment. With me today are two Illumia patients, Barry, a 68-year-old carpet cleaner who was diagnosed with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis around two decades ago, and Tommy, a 74-year-old small business owner based in Texas who's been living with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis for the last five years. In addition, we have Dr. Daniel Carrasco of Sinova Dermatology, who's Tommy's dermatologist, with us today. Welcome, Barry, Tommy, and Dr. Carrasco. Thank you for joining us on Soundbites today. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. I know it's sometimes a challenge to find other patients with psoriasis, so I'm excited to introduce you both. Barry, meet Tommy, and Tommy, meet Barry. How about you tell us a little bit about yourselves? My name is Barry. I'm a 68-year-old, and I live near Boston. Nice to meet everyone today. As you mentioned, I've been living with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis for about two decades now. And Tommy? Likewise, Barry. How are you? How's everyone else? My name is Tommy, and I live in Austin, Texas. Actually, Dripping Springs, Texas, which is outside of Austin, but no one knows where Dripping Springs is. And I'm 74 years old. Unlike Barry, I was diagnosed a little bit later in life. and I've been living with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis for about five years or so. Yeah, and welcome, Dr. Carrasco. I'm excited to have you on Soundbites today as well. As a dermatologist, do you think sometimes we as people forget to prioritize healthy skin as part of our overall health? Yes, absolutely. So for those who don't know, psoriasis is actually an immune-mediated disease. Psoriasis is caused when the immune system's regulation breaks down and the causes the skin to regenerate at a way much higher rate. So it's this rapid turnover of skin cells that turns to this red, scaly, placky lesions that people are used to seeing when they have plaque psoriasis in their skin. And like I said, I think sometimes people disregard skin irritations as just a rash or they don't really pay attention to what's happening in their skin. And these are kind of those plaques sometimes that people don't know what they are and they come into the dermatologist and we diagnose them with plaque psoriasis. This is a chronic disease. So it's important to find a dermatologist or some provider that works in the skin so they can evaluate you and you can trust them to kind of go over the symptoms and the disease and get a proper diagnosis because finding that diagnosis is really, really important. And this can mean figuring out also what are the triggers, what makes the psoriasis better, what makes it worse. And then of course, lifestyle tips, trying to find out how you can sort of advise 
patients on what things they can eat, what things they, they shouldn't eat, what things they can do to make their skin better. So again, all this is really, really important to find a good skin routine for patients with plaque psoriasis. Yeah, interesting. And Barry and Tommy, I want to hand it over to you both to talk about your experience and a little bit more about your personal journeys with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Well, I have a little bit of an interesting story because my wife and my three children and I all actually have psoriasis. And Dr. Carrasco has helped all of us. Not at one time, but all of us. Yes, I have. Um, well, they all developed at different times. It's definitely bonded us in a different way. My plaque started on my head, then started spreading to my elbows and my knees. And I remember the itching was constant. And sometimes it even bleed. So at this point, I was very uncomfortable. And so many parts of my body were covered in plaques and I just wasn't having any luck with any kind of treatments. And Dr. Carrasco certainly helped me out to have the solution. So Barry, I'm kind of curious, uh, did you have a similar story? Thanks for sharing, Tony. That's pretty amazing that you and your family all have psoriasis. I started noticing plaques on my knees around 20 years ago or so. Initially, I thought it was just an allergic reaction or rash from kneeling on wet carpet while I worked as a carpet cleaner. I would never have thought that it was the beginning of a lifelong condition. For about a decade, my psoriasis wasn't too bad. It pretty much stayed on my knees. Then plaques started spreading throughout my body like my arms, head, elbows, and torso. And I would leave flakes everywhere I went bed, the sofa, in my car. And like you, Tommy, the itching would often lead to bleeding. You know, you don't realize how important healthy skin is until it's at its worst. I ran a business, and when my symptoms were at their worst, my skin was extremely sensitive. I'd accidentally bump myself on a wall, and the skin would become irritated and just break open and bleed. On top of that, I had to manage the flaking that was happening all around me. I just couldn't go on living like that. I needed to find a treatment that would finally work for me. Tommy, I don't know about you, but sensitivity to sun also became a big deal for me. I couldn't go outside for long without ending up with a sunburn and redness. Even though the sunburns would go away pretty quickly, it still impacted how I went about my daily life. For about 10 years, I didn't wear shorts outside at all. Wow, thank you both for sharing. I'd love to dig a little deeper. So, Dr. Carrasco, can you talk a little bit about your experience diagnosing moderate to severe plaque psoriasis? Are you typically diagnosing patients earlier in their journey, or are you seeing patients who have been experiencing symptoms, such as what Barry and Tommy mentioned, for quite some time? That's a good question. About half my patients come in with an established diagnosis of plaque psoriasis. So somewhere somebody has told them they have it. And then the other half come in sometimes shockingly with diagnoses that they thought they had where they really didn't, or they were misdiagnosed or they didn't know they had psoriasis. So I, I kind of get a little bit of both. I see a lot of psoriasis patients every day. In fact, today I saw a patient who came in and said he had a rash and that he thought it was for, from something that had happened. And, and I looked at it and it's clearly plaque psoriasis. People don't sometimes know what it is and they go to the internet sometimes and they get wrong answers. So I think the first step in making a diagnosis is to get the person in front of me and I like to do a comprehensive physical exam. I like to ask them a lot of questions and try to get to the root of the patient's concerns. Because a lot of times, just kind of hearing the stories and hearing what the person has to say on how the evolution of that disease came to be 
it kind of just sounds the same a lot of times. There's a lot of people have similar stories. A lot of people are very bothered by their plaques. And, and one of the main things that people are bothered by is the itch. When I tell patients, look, psoriasis means to itch. That's what the word is. So usually the first thing I ask them is like, what are you doing about your diet? Because there's so many things in the diet that can actually affect and drive psoriasis. Food is really important. So I like to kind of always take a holistic approach. And yes, we treat patients every day with psoriasis with medications, but there's always something to be said about eating a healthy diet and maybe even removing some foods that can be a trigger psoriasis. There are multiple types of psoriasis, but most commonly I'm diagnosing plaque type psoriasis, which is the type Barry and Tommy have. With plaque psoriasis, patients often see raised, thick plaques of skin, sometimes scales that are drier and lighter in color over the plaques. A lot of the times, patients may confuse what's on their skin for other skin conditions or an allergic reaction. If you're ever in doubt, I strongly recommend visiting a dermatologist who can identify what's going on with your skin, whether it's psoriasis or not. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Carrasco. And Barry and Tommy, I'm curious, what was going through your head when you were diagnosed? Was there any initial confusion over what was happening to your skin, or had you heard of psoriasis before? Well, at least for me, I was pretty familiar with psoriasis at that point, given my family history. I had been seeing a dermatologist for many years, but they mainly treated my skin tags. I was glad to be introduced to Dr. Carrasco, and he's done a tremendous job at helping me get clear. And he was great at explaining what was going on in my skin and everything that I needed to do. Barry, was uh, it the same for you in your experience? Well, pretty similar. After dealing with psoriasis for a long time, it was just like you have psoriasis, but it was never really discussed and it never really progressed. But I was very glad when, after it started getting worse, my primary care doctor referred me to a dermatologist who helped me better understand what was actually going on with my skin and to find relief. It was definitely a relief to finally understand what was going on with me. And I finally had confirmation that it was not a random rash or allergy, but rather a result of what's happening internally with my immune system. Speaking from my own experience, one of the toughest things was figuring out how to care for my skin. Because of the plaques and flakes, my skin became extremely sensitive to the sun. There were even times when I would go outside and get a sunburn in minutes. Tommy, did you have a similar experience? Well, somewhat, but mainly my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis was definitely an inconvenience. While it didn't necessarily stop me from doing what I love and doing all kinds of activities, I had to be more careful with my skin and had to cover up basically with long sleeves and pants more often. And then sometimes I'd just say, I'm just going to blow it. What the heck? I'm going to put my shorts on and go on. Barry, I know what you've been living with, the moderate to severe plaque psoriasis for almost two decades now. Did it often interfere with your work life? Oh, yeah. I mentioned that I worked as a carpet cleaner, and the physical labor that came along with it, like kneeling and moving furniture, often made my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms worse. At a point, it became hard to convince my clients that I was healthy and not contagious when my skin was at its worst. And in my day-to-day life, too, I always had to watch out for my skin. I have a pool in my backyard, but I could only use it once the sun went down. Similarly, at the beach or lake with friends, I would always cover up with clothes and pretty much stay under an umbrella. 
Well, you're smart to stay under the umbrella, Barry. However, I think uh, having psoriasis means having this compromised barrier, and it's really important to take care of your skin while you're out in the sun. But I will say that moderate doses of sun can definitely help plaque psoriasis. In fact, we use ultraviolet therapy in the offices oftentimes to treat plaque psoriasis. But sometimes, like you said, too much sun can be really bad for psoriasis because if you burn, you will actually get worse psoriasis. So you can also be at increased risk for getting skin cancer in those plaques that burn later in life. So the most important thing is really to take cover, protect your skin, and really, you know, take your vitamin D supplements. Yeah. And so Barry and Tommy, I'm curious, how did you end up learning about Illumia and how did you decide to start treatment? At least for me, I tried many other treatments that never made a difference for me. A few years ago, my dermatologist suggested that I try a new treatment called Illumia. What really convinced me is that my doctor emphasized that I would only need four doses a year after the two starter doses and went over the safety information with me. I have to say, I was initially wary of starting a new treatment just because you never know how your body's going to react. I actually asked my brother-in-law, who's a doctor, to look into the safety profile of Illumia for me. That was really reassuring and was one of the reasons I decided to try Illumia and finally get my symptoms under control. Not only did I struggle with finding the right treatment for me, but finding one that would be covered by my insurance was also a challenge. Thankfully, my Illumia treatment is covered by Medicare. That's really great to hear, Barry. I first heard of Illumia through a clinical trial. At that point, I was ready to take a chance on a new treatment because I just wasn't seeing results with what I had tried in the past. And that was from Dr. Carrasco's recommendation to get in that trial. That's great to hear, Barry and Tommy. I'd like to add on your points about Medicare and Illumia. It is covered on Medicare Part B, so that's a great option for all patients who are over the age of 65. For those under the age of 65 not covered by Medicare, Illumia support lightening the way offers a low-cost option depending on eligibility. So I always talk with my patients about their options, and I think that I like to highlight that Illumia, it being covered by Medicare, is a huge, huge perk, and you just have to find the right dermatologist that is able to do that for you. And Dr. Carrasco, could you give our listeners a little more background on what Illumia is and how the treatment works? I'd be happy to. So Illumia is a prescription medication used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking systemic agents, taking pills, treatments using ultraviolet light, phototherapy we talked about briefly. It's a biological medicine, which means it's made using natural living sources like human plants and animal cells. Biologics, there are many in the psoriasis field, are used to treat moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. What it does is they block the action of many proteins in the immune system that make psoriasis worse, such as interleukin-23. So interleukin-23 is a very key regulator in the formation of plaque psoriasis. Illumia is an IL-23 inhibitor, which means that it blocks the action of IL-23 in the skin to help reduce the redness, the flaking, the plaque thickness, and patients see their skin getting better after using Illumia for a few months. When the IL-23 molecule is overproduced in the skin, that triggers the skin to form the plaques of skin and overproduces thick, thick redness and plaques. And so that's what you see in that itchiness is what happens when IL-23 is overproduced. Studies, which we do a lot of here, have identified IL-23 as a key regulator in psoriasis inflammation, making it a targeted approach or treatment of patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. 
the goal here is to really move past the surface level approach and instead address the moderate severe plaque psoriasis at its source. Minimizing psoriasis in the body also helps regulate the immune system. And that means not just clear skin, but that means the patients feel better throughout. Of course, with any treatment, Illumia is not for everyone. I can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a conversation with your doctor before starting any treatments. As part of the discussion, patients should review safety information and go over any potential risks. Specifically for Illumia, the most common side effects include upper respiratory tract infections, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. These are side effects comparable to those reported by the control group in the study. In other words, patients who receive the placebo. These are not all the possible side effects of Illumia. Call your doctor for medical advice about side effects. Yeah, so thank you, Dr. Carrasco. And Barry, tell me, how soon after starting Illumia did you experience results? And what results did you experience? I can't say enough about Illumia. I started Illumia in 2019, and having clear skin really makes a big difference for me. You don't realize how much you take clear skin for granted until you're covered in plaques and flakes. Before starting treatment, I had severe plaques all over my body, from my knees and legs all the way up to my scalp and ears. Since starting treatment with Illumia, I began noticing an improvement in my skin almost immediately. And after six months, I would say I've seen almost all of my plaques and flakes have cleared up. So thankfully, Illumina proved to be the right treatment for me. Pretty soon after my first two doses, I noticed my skin really clearing up. I don't deal with constant itching anymore. And Dr. Carrasco, I remember how surprised you were when I started to see the results. And I saw really fast. While I have not personally experienced any side effects, some patients may experience side effects like injection site reaction, and upper respiratory reactions. That's right, Tommy. I, I remember when that happened, and I know that you were quite impressed how quickly that happened. And I'm, I'm thrilled when it happens in that way. Everyone's different, and patients typically take anywhere from a month to several months to respond to therapies like biologics. But I can't stress enough how important it is to talk to your dermatologist before starting a treatment like this because results vary from patient to patient. So results that you see with Illumia may be different in other patients. When I see a patient come in with bad psoriasis, I can almost predict the outcome is going to be if they follow the correct protocol and they go on the proper treatment for their disease state. And Dr. Carrasco, can you tell us how Illumia is administered? At least in my experience, many of the patients have trouble finding a treatment that fits their schedule. A benefit of Illumia is that it offers fewer doses than most other biologics used to treat moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. And it's dosed with two starter doses. When you see the patient the first time with Illumia, that dose, and then four weeks later, there's another dose, and then it becomes every three months. So again, very infrequent dosing. The dosing is every 12 weeks thereafter the starting dose. And those who don't know Illumia, it's an injection given in the office by the healthcare provider. So after the two initial doses, the patients should still continue to see their dermatologist every three months, and even when the skin starts to look better. Tommy, since you mentioned other family members have psoriasis, I'm wondering if your diagnosis changed your perspective on healthy skin. Do you think you all took clear healthy skin for granted before your diagnosis? Absolutely. You don't realize how much something like moderate to severe plaque psoriasis can impact your daily life until you're dealing with the constant flaking, itching, and pain. As a family, we definitely 
come up with some tips on how to keep our skin in good shape. First and foremost, you find a doctor that you can trust is the key. Dr. Carrasco has been instrumental in guiding us in the right treatment for each of us and was great at explaining not just how the treatments work in our body, but also how psoriasis works. Thank you, Tommy. That's great to hear. Dr. Carrasco, what are your tips for patients like Barry and me who are experiencing clearance but want to continue to prioritize healthy skin? Well, when the skin clears, it's easy to get excited and consider stopping therapy, but you want to continue prioritizing the skin. You have to continue with your treatment plan with your dermatologist. In addition to continuing therapy, healthy skin starts with a healthy lifestyle. So it's important to stay vigilant with those dietary changes and as a central part to not only to your skin health, but to your health in general. Thank you. I'm going to write all these down. Yeah, thanks also, Dr. Carrasco. So to change gears a little bit, does Sun Pharma offer support or resources for patients thinking about starting Illumia or for those who have already begun treatment with Illumia? Yes, I'd be happy to share some details. For patients considering starting Illumia, Sun Pharma's Illumia support lightening the way uh, provides financial assistance and personalized support. And that's, of course, based on eligibility. So if you are a commercially insured patient that your insurance won't cover, then those are, again, based on eligibility. And while it depends on the circumstances, patients may have access to financial assistance programs that can range from limited co-pays to completely free of charge. I'd also like to add that on lumia.com backslash patient dash stories, you can find more stories of patients like me and our experiences. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing that important information, Tommy and Dr. Carrasco. I'd also like to add that the NPF offers a number of resources for psoriasis patients. Our Patient Navigation Center is the world's first personalized support system for people living with psoriatic disease. You can learn more on our website at www.psoriasis.org. Other resources include our one-to-one program, which provides patients with trained volunteers who can offer personalized support. Barry and Tommy, just witnessing your conversation today reminds me of how important it is to connect with someone who understands what you're going through. In addition to this episode, you can also listen to our other Soundbites podcast on similar topics to learn more about psoriasis and hear from other patients just like you. So, Barry and Tommy, do you have any final comments you'd like to share with our listeners today? First of all, thank you for having me on today. I'm always happy to share my story, and I hope any listeners who may be struggling with their moderate to severe plaque psoriasis can take this as a sign that it's worth it to find the right treatment. It may be easy to think that a skin condition is somehow less important than a condition affecting any other part of the body, but we all need to prioritize taking care of our skin. Couldn't have said it better myself, Barry. I know for me and my family, our perspective changed once we were diagnosed with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, and I hope that this conversation is helpful to anyone who may be dealing with or has loved ones dealing with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Never underestimate the power of support networks, whether that be talking to someone else who knows your experience, friends, or your family. Very well said. Thank you again, Barry, Tommy, and Dr. Carrasco for being here today and providing such an insightful conversation about moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. For our listeners, this sponsored episode was brought to you by Sun Pharma. You can read and listen to more patient stories on alumia.com forward slash patient hyphen stories. Please continue listening for important safety information about Illumia, a treatment discussed in today's episode.
What is Illumia? Illumia is a prescription medicine used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking injections, pills, systemic therapy, or phototherapy, treatment using ultraviolet or UV light. Important safety information. What is the most important information I should know about Illumia? Do not use Illumia if you have had severe allergic reactions to Illumia or any of its ingredients. Get emergency medical help right away if you get any of the following symptoms of a serious allergic reaction. Feel faint, trouble breathing or throat tightness, swelling of your face, eyelids, lips, mouth, tongue, or throat, chest tightness, skin rash. Illumia is a medicine that may lower the ability of your immune system to fight infections and may increase the risk of infections. Your healthcare provider should check you for infections and tuberculosis before treatment with Illumia and may treat you for TB before you begin treatment with Illumia. If you have any history of TB or have active TB, your healthcare provider should watch you closely for signs and symptoms of TB during and after treatment with Illumia. Tell your healthcare provider right away if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats or chills, muscle aches, weight loss, cough, warm, red, or painful skin, or sores on your body different from your psoriasis, diarrhea or stomach pain, shortness of breath, burning when you urinate or urinating more often than normal, blood in your phlegm. Before receiving Illumia, tell your healthcare provider about all of your medical conditions, including if you have had any condition or symptoms listed in the section, what is the most important information I should know about Illumia? Have an infection that does not go away or keeps coming back. Have TB or have been in close contact with someone with TB. Recently received or are scheduled to receive a vaccine immunization. You should avoid receiving live vaccines during treatment with Illumia. Are pregnant or plan to become pregnant. It is not known if Illumia can harm your unborn baby. Are breastfeeding or plan to breastfeed. It is not known if Illumia passes into your breast milk. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take, including prescription and over-the-counter medicines, vitamins, and herbal supplements. It is not known if Illumia is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. What are the possible side effects of Illumia? Illumia may cause serious side effects. C. What is the most important information I should know about Illumia? The most common side effects of Illumia include upper respiratory inflammation, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. These are not all the possible side effects of Illumia. Call your doctor for medical advice about side effects. You are encouraged to report any negative side effects of Illumia to the FDA. Visit www.fda.gov medwatch or call 1-800-FDA-1088. You are encouraged to report side effects or ADEs, adverse drug effects, to our drug safety department at 1-800-406-7984 or drug.safetyusa at sunpharma.com, which is preferred with as much information as available. Please visit illumia.com for full prescribing information and medical guide and discuss any questions with your doctor. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us for another inspiring podcast. 
You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Ghana, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.